Time again for your favorite young entrepreneurs radio show here on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM, Bold and Brave. My name is Kweku Sampson and today, again, I have with me another wonderful young entrepreneur with me in the studio. I was having a little chat with him before we came on air and the man is loaded. He has a whole lot going on. Um, Francis Sanusi, he's CEO of Frank Gladys Farms Limited. Francis, you're welcome. Thank you, <laughs> It's great to have you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Awesome. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. I think your microphone may need a little tweaking. Mm-hmm. Hello? Okay, please go again. Let's see. Okay. Okay, much better. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll get straight into it. Um, but before we do, this program is probably brought to you by Carl Bank. And so let me give you a little message from Carl Bank, and then we'll go right into it. Meanwhile, um. You can also tune in on www.sweetmelodiesfm.com if you don't have a regular radio um, or if you have to be away from your regular radio, you can do that. Okay, but why wait for one bad event before you take that one right decision of enjoying the things that are valuable to you? That home you've built, the business that was birthed from years of your hard work, or even that dream car that you finally call your own. With one bank, Cal Bank, you can insure whilst you bank and conveniently protect your properties against future financial losses. Simply sign up uh, to the Cal Bank Moto Homeowners and SME Insurance Policies underwritten by Saham Insurance. Stay one step ahead, take one right decision today and ensure while you bank for more information call toll free 0800 500 500 or chat with us on um, www.carbank.net or on their social media platforms linkedin twitter facebook instagram and let us protect the things that matter to you you can also contact us by email at customercare at calbank.net or visit any of our branches or um, agents near you to sign up. Calbank forward together. All right. So, Francis, you're welcome once again. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. As we like to do here on the show, um, we do a little bit of personality 
background um, so that um, our listeners have a fair idea of who you are and where you've come from and a better appreciation of where you are currently. So please go ahead and tell us all about yourself. Uh, okay, as you know already, my name is Francis Sanusi. Right. And uh, coincidentally, I don't know, I share the same day of birth with you. I'm Koku. Oh, <laughs> <you're> okay. Koku. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yes. So, okay. um, I'm in my 30s. I, uh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a man of many sides. Mm, and, uh, I can tell. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a farmer. Mm. But I'm a teacher f- to start with. Okay. Then a farmer. Okay. Then a communications person. Wow. I'm a husband. Okay. You know that's also a duty. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> and very soon I should be a father. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> Amazing come, stuff. Yeah. So I, I come from Bakbo in the Volta region. Okay, okay. A very beautiful community. Okay. And uh, very beautiful its weather, mm. the landscape, and okay. how peaceful the people are. It's awesome. no wonder they call it Vakbo. Okay. Another word for Camp cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. That's interesting. Yeah, so Did I, you grow up there? Yes, I grew up there. Okay. I had all my basic, basic education. Oh, okay. In senior high school, then secondary SSS. Then. Yes. <laughs> yes. So. Right. Yes, yes, that's yes. interesting. So tell us a bit about that. Um, growing up um, in the Volta region, how's that like for you? Oh. From right from early. Yes. 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 Were so, you born there? Yes, I was born there. Okay. I grew up there. Mm. I stayed with my mom, okay. you know, uh, broken home. So I was okay. raised up by a single mother. Okay. At a point, I stayed with my uncle. Mm. And uh, it was it was pretty nice, mm. you know. It's, it's a family community. My uncle was a teacher and a farmer himself. Mm. And so we engaged in a lot of farming. Okay. And let me put it straight that I hated farming at the time. You did? I, I did <laughs> Everything to escape from me. I did. That is to amazing to think that that's what you're doing right now. Yeah, and wow, you know, I, I'll tell you why my story, though. <laughs> my story is like the biblical Jonah in the Bible. Did everything, but in the end came back. Came to back. The job. To <laughs> so yes, I had my secondary education. I did general arts. Okay. And continued because I wanted to be a bilingual secretary at the time. Oh, you did. And so okay. I wanted to perfect my French. So I went to. Okay. Uh, Montmiri Teacher Training College. Okay. A, at the time, was the only French teacher training college. Okay. And so I trained as a French teacher. Okay. And then. Oh, so you speak French? Yeah, oui. Je, je ah. parle français. Est-ce que tu parles français? No. Un peu, un peu. Un peu. And so. Yes, I worked with the Ghana Education Service for two years. Okay. Uh, then I went to the university to mm. study for a degree in communication studies. Okay. Uh, work with some NGO mm. and then move on to farming and still teaching. Okay. Uh, currently, I'm, I'm a student. Okay. Uh, reading for a master, uh, an Emmy in communi- development communication. Oh, you are? Yes. You're a student and a teacher and a farmer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is interesting. Yeah. There's a whole lot going on with yeah. this man, I tell you. Yes. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's backtrack a bit. Um, growing up, you know, um, was it a typical village setting where you were? No? Yeah, Vapu, it was. Vapu is not actually a village. Okay. It's, it's a town. In fact, it's the center of a lot of suburb, mm. including Amfuega, Usuta, Chirupe, mm. Botoku, and all those. So it's like the center. It's okay. a very busy community. Okay. 
and but the the folks there are farmers mm. and so we took to farming okay and like i said i hated farming <laughs> because early in the morning we went to the farm uh-huh came back before going to school oh wow and after school we had to go to the farm to for our lunch <laughs> If you don't want your lunch, then it means you don't want to go to the farm. Really? So you are duty bound to go to the farm. The cooking was done on the farm. The, yes, we have a, we had a farmhouse <laughs> at the time. Wow. Okay, <laughs> that's interesting. So, so that and so it was it was kind of a difficult time for me at the time. I didn't understand why I had to go to the farm in the morning mm. and go to the farm after school and yeah. all that. But I have come to appreciate it a lot. Okay. Now. Okay. And um, so growing up. I ha- I have two siblings, mm. two, uh, Patrick and David, mm. and uh, it was interesting. We fought a lot, you know, <laughs> as most siblings do. <laughs> yes, we fought a lot, and and our mother also beat us a lot. <laughs> yes. Okay. And so it was it was really very interesting, mm. and you see, um, farming was a f- a family thing. Okay. You know, a okay. family thing. To the extent that, like I was telling you, I was, I did everything to escape farming. Mm. And so when I completed my basic education, mm-hmm. I, um, I wanted to go to the boarding house. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so eventually when my results came, I got admission to Vakpo Secondary School. Mm-hmm. And my mom said, no, you'll still continue to be a day student. Oh. I was frustrated. <laughs> I'm going to be going to farm again and all that. <laughs> and... Um, I had to work hard. Mm. After my first year, I had this government scholarship. At the time, they used to give this Cocoa Board scholarship right. to, in public yes. schools. Yes. And I had it. Mm. And I was supposed to go to the body house. Okay. This woman said, no. <laughs> <laughs> you stay with me and help me farm. Yes. So you see the Juno story coming <laughs> in <know>. there. So <laughs> and wow. so it was in my final year that I think one of my cousins mm-hmm. told my mom, no, this guy had to go to the boarding house so that he can focus on his studies and all that. Mm, mm. And eventually I went. And even though I went, I, I didn't even enjoy it that I was always coming home. The teachers at the time thought that um, I was still a day student. Mm. And so I could walk easily to the house because it was not far from the school. Right. <laughs> yes. So it was it was quite interesting. Mm. Very interesting at the time. I see. Up, was yeah. it challenging though growing up without your father? Yes. Very challenging mm. because I've had to rely on uh, my mom mm. to to learn a lot of things. Okay. You know, my uncles as well, mm. and it, it was it was a bit difficult, especially staying with my uncle and all that. Mm. Yeah, but uh, you know, nothing comes easy. Right, yeah, I've gone through the training. Mm. Uh, I I learned to become independent very early. Right. I can right. tell you that I rented my first apartment when I was 18 years. Really? Yes. Wow. And like I was That's saying, impressive. I wanted to escape. Farming. Oh, so you moved. <laughs> I wanted. So when I went to the training college, you know, at the time uh-huh. you were given allowance. Yeah. Um, training allowance. Okay. And so I had enough money. And so after training college, okay. I just wanted to be posted anywhere far away from home. And okay. so it happened. <laughs> I was supposed to get the to teach. Okay. I had to cross the water lake. Okay. You know, Dambai water lake and to get the and all mm-hmm. that. Mm. And so I I learned a lot myself, mm-hmm. you know, because having been independent for a long time. Mm. And so it was it was difficult. 
I had to learn through the hard way. Was was transitioning from you know, you know, being in high school where you're not, yes, you still you ended up not going to the boarding house, mm-hmm. and transitioning from that to now moving out on your own was was how was that for you? It was like a free bird. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't miss home. Uh, no, <laughs> no, but I, I, I. You know, when I was posted to Kitekrachi, uh-huh. it was far. Yeah. The road was that bad at the time. I don't know about now. Mm. And so that uh, on this that I wanted to come back home, mm. I took the ferry to, to Akosombo before coming oh, to... Oh, okay. Th- that's the very long one. Okay. Just to avoid the dust. Because if you were traveling the road, by the time you got to your destination, <laughs> you look like a madman. <laughs> Covered in full dust. Full of dust and all that. <laughs> okay. And so nobody visited me, none of my relatives and all that. Mm. So after two years teaching, I became poor mm. and... and kind of fed up okay and that pushed me to apply for steadily without pay okay and then i came to accra to the university of journalism okay so that was your first time in accra yes i've been in accra on visits my cousins and all just short one but okay what actually brought me to stay permanently in accra Mm -hmm. was my uh, moving from kritikrachi okay to Ghana Institute of to study. I see. Yes. That's interesting. Tell us a bit about, about um, before we get into the yeah. Ghana Institute of Journalism, about your training college days. It was interesting because, like I said, I wanted to be a bilingual secretary. Mm. And so I learned a lot, especially with the French. And it was kind of a special uh, training college because mm. it treated us quite differently. Mm. And at the end of our three years, mm-hmm. we went to University of uh, Lomé, Centre mm-hmm. International d'Etudes Langues, a department in French where we learned, we perfected our French. Okay. So we made a lot of, I made a lot of friends there. Okay. And I still have a number of them. It was, it was, you know, I became independent there, boarding house, <laughs> having allowance right. and all that. So <laughs> it was, it was so interesting, mm. especially during the art program. You know, in the third year, you go out to do t- teaching practice for a year mm. you know and all that so it was interesting training mm. college I see it was wonderful yes. and then from there you came to Accra from there I was posted by GES to Kitekrachi okay to teach French at John Doswick Memorial uh, oh. Junior High School <laughs> okay <laughs> was that your first experience teaching uh, yes okay my, no because no because um, in my third year training college mm. We did what you call art program to teach in a school. Okay. You know, kind of a practice teaching and you were graded. Ah, okay. It's a part of your academic uh, score. Or okay. It's part of the requirement, mm. you know, uh, to graduate okay. as a training teacher. Yeah. Mm. I see. So you had some experience in teaching. Yes. Okay. Yes. I yes. see. Yes. Okay. So moving on from there. So moving on from there, two years on, mm-hmm. I became fed up. I was very young at the time. I think I was like 21, 22 years. Yes. You know, being in a town that I've never been before. Uh-huh. Even though the place is very serene, the lake is always... The lake is not far from my house. I okay. could virtually stand at my window and see the lake there. So I okay. bathed there. <laughs> okay. I washed. Beside, you know, it was interesting. Okay. And yam was in abundance. So oh. I ate a lot of yam fufu, <laughs> like soup. And okay. The students, most of them were, were older than me. And on vacations, on when school resumed, they brought me fish. Mm. And I, I couldn't be carried away by that. Otherwise, I would have stayed there. <laughs> 
you'd have stayed. <laughs> yes, I would have. Yes. Okay, okay. So it was, it was, it was very interesting, Kitty okay. Crouchy. Yes, okay. but I became, like I said, very bored. Right. I want. I I was still young. I wanted to experience something new after two years, mm. and so I said, okay, you wanted to be a bilingual secretary. Yeah. Communication studies has a lot to do with being a bilingual secretary mm. and having a French background. Why don't uh, you know go pursue a degree in communication studies? Mm. Mm. And that was how I I moved. I see. Yeah. I see. That's interesting. <laughs> Fun fact, just by the way, my dad was a bilingual secretary. <laughs> oh, that's nice to know. Yes, he was, and a French lecturer at oh. the University of Ghana. You before see, you, you see, we have so. a lot in common. <laughs> I think cool, we do. You see, oh. Anyway, if you just tuned in, this is Bold and Brave. It's our Young Entrepreneurs Radio Show here on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. And I have with me here in the studios today Francis Sanusi. He is CEO of Frank. Gladys Farms Limited, and we'll be talking about how he eventually ended up doing <laughs> the farming he had been running away from all his life. Um, but he spent some time telling us a, um, a bit about, you know, growing up. Very, I, I feel like you've had a very rich experience, you know, in different parts of the country and all of that. And so, um, so we're in Accra now, are we? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we shuttle between Accra and the farm in the Volta region. Ah, uh, yes, okay. Yes. So I mean, moving from um, Ketekrachi after your your time there, mm-hmm. um, you came to Accra after that. Uh, Ketekrachi, yes, Accra after that. Okay, so how how was that transition like for you as well? What brought you to Accra? Yeah, school brought me to Accra. School, okay. And 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 you know they this guy, I think he he, he kind of he's kind of. Uh, a role model to me, hmm. Manasi Azuri. I don't know whether you know him. Yes, I do. I know him. You know, he, we were neighbors at the time in Kitekrachi. Oh, were you? Yes, we were oh, neighbors. Wow, okay. He was then in the senior <laughs> high school. Okay. I, I think he was in his final year when I was posted there. And so, I mean, he then got admission to Ghana Institute of Journalism. Hmm. And then he came one time. He, was, he taught some of my students English language. Oh. And so one time he came and then. Uh, I saw a, 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 a journal, a kind of a newspaper, uh-huh. the communicator. Mm. He brought it and I took it from him. He gave it to me. I read it and oh, I saw that he had written some, some very beautiful articles and mm. all that. I asked about GIJ. He told me that oh, GIJ is this and he told me everything about GIJ. Mm. And so I said, oh, this is what I want to do. Mm. And so I applied. I got admission. And so he actually helped me because he was actually staying in a... a in a hostel in Mamprovi. Okay. And so we stayed in the same hostel mm. for about a year before. Um, you know, so within that first year, it was easy because I had saved a lot of money. Okay. I've invested in, in shares. Mm. And so I was able to pay my fees. I wanted to be independent, so I didn't want to rely on my Anybody at all. Okay. Because I knew once I start relying on her, you have to come Come home. back to far. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was I wanted to be really on my own. So okay. but I did I I don't know I ran out of cash at a point. Okay. And so I needed to look for something to do in Accra. Okay. And so uh one day after lectures I decided to walk around and see if I can get uh, one of these private schools mm. that can give me the opportunity to teach while in school. Right. And lo and behold I got one of these this mission school. Uh, called SDA High Street School. Okay, it's still there. Okay, and they they gave me an, they made me an offer. Okay. I accepted it. Mm. 
And I just want to thank Samuel Atta. He's the headmaster at the time. Okay. And he was okay. so flexible. Mm. I had the opportunity to teach in the morning, go for lectures, come back at one and teach up to four mm. o'clock. And that was how it went. And I had a, enough money to rent my first room in Accra. Okay. <laughs> in Jamestown, actually. Oh, wow. So you can imagine, you were in your single room and your bathroom is like some miles away. Your washroom... <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it was it was interesting. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So mm. I learned to be independent very early. early. Yes. I wanted to do things on my own mm. and and all that. So um so that was a transition from Kitchi okay. to uh, Accra. Okay. Yeah. So you taught in this school for how long? For the period that I was in the university, that was okay. for like I think 3 years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I had done my first level 100 mm. before I got that job. So I, I taught there for three years. Mm. And so it was within that that first year when I was finding things difficult mm-hmm. that my mom had a first uh, award as the district best farmer. I was like, hey, oh, really? where's this woman going with this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Your mom won an award for farming. Yes. like Amazing. The, the best district. That was the farmer's day. Okay. The best district farmer. Wow. You know. Wow. You know. And and at the time I wasn't going home that much. Okay. So I didn't really know what she was doing. Doing exactly. You know, I told her I wanted to escape that. Yes. Thing. So I said, ah, let me go and see what this woman. And name appeared in the papers, the daily graphic. I was like, hey, Tell let me go and see what this woman is doing. <laughs> you know, things were tough at the time. So mm. I went and I saw that wow, she's into big time maize farming, cassava. Okay. You know, and a bit of pepper and stuff like that. Mm. So, okay. So, I started, you know, getting closer. We started talking. Uh-huh. And I told her I was interested. Really? Said, it's not about what talk, cha- it's about change suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> because that award had come and suddenly you're interested. Yeah, or what not happened? the award, but I saw that, no, Charlie, some money, they come inside. <laughs> 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 and I needed money at the time. So I, I said, okay. So okay. I went to sell part of my... I told you I had invested in shares. Mm-hmm. I went to sell some of my shares. Mm. And then I started something, some small miss farm. Mm. I th- she wanted to encourage me. So she did everything to make me succeed. Okay. <laughs> so I succeeded and I expanded quite, you know, the farm. So this was back in the Volta region? Back in the Volta region. But you were working and schooling in Accra? Yes, at the time. So I was So on vacation, I went home. Or okay. on weekends, I okay. went. To, it was a regular school. Okay. I mean, GIG was regular. I okay. went to lectures from Monday to Friday. Okay. But my weekends were free. Were free, okay. Yeah, so I had that time to do that. Uh, and besides, my mom is always wow. there. So you're so going she was, from Accra to Volta Region every weekend? Almost, almost every weekend. Almost every weekend. Yes. Really? You know. So wow. Yes. <laughs> then you were serious. I was serious. <laughs> you know, yeah. when the money started coming and I knew that, no. This is something I can add to what I'm doing. Okay. And so we continued from there. We moved. So that's that was your first experience with farming personally. Personally. As in like owning a farm. Yes. Personally. I see. Yes. I see. So the inspiration was from your mom. Inspiration from there. <laughs> <laughs> I see. And I'm yes. sure because she wanted to help you, she would have people, you know, yes. farm yes. hands and stuff yes. like yes. that. Yes, yes, yes. For you. Because the farm became very big. Okay. And so we employed a lot of hands. Okay. Yes. And so, yeah, it's all about um, having somebody you can trust mm. on the farm. Okay. 
you don't need you it's good you are there but once you have somebody you can trust there it mm. works better okay it works okay. better so okay. i was i'm lucky to have my mom on the ground okay doing her own thing yes and occasionally helping you out my, as well okay yes so i see wow what a sweet mother <laughs> 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 wonderful yes. wow so so that became your life yes basically basically farming, schooling farming schooling so and the working. farming and that's not about the farming. The real farming thing is coming as oh, really? we are talking. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> because <laughs> okay. we we diversify. Like okay. we move from maize farming into full time pineapple farming. Oh. So wow. now we are full time. When we talk about uh, farming, now it's pineapple farming. Pineapples. Yes, pineapples. Okay. okay. You know, after having uh, cultivated maize for some time, we noticed that no, it's not really viable. Okay. Especially if you have to hold the maize in anticipation that the price will go high and it doesn't. Okay. And you run at a loss and all that. Okay. So, um, an Greek extension officer who's been visiting us for some time mm-hmm. uh, told us about this workshop in Accra mm-hmm. on pineapple. Okay. And encouraged us to register and attend. Okay. At the time, I was also schooling in Accra, so I made time to attend. Okay. okay. It was a two-day workshop. Mm. Quite. It was very revealing. Mm. And we saw that I noticed that it was profitable if we did it well. Okay. And so I came back home. We sat down. We talked about it mm. myself and my mom, mm-hmm. and we tried an acre. Okay. Yes. And we didn't really on the side. Yes, on the side. Okay. We didn't really take good care of it, mm. but at the end of the day, we were able to get our capital investment, and then enough profit. Some profit as well. Okay. Yes, and we questioned ourselves. So if we we did this so well. Yes. We would have got something better. Mm. And so we decided to expand okay. to three acres. Okay. This time we did it well. Mm. And we got, I want to say, a, a supernormal profit. Mm. You mm. know. And we said, no. I'm just a bit curious though, before you go on, yeah. where, was, where were you getting all the land from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So to keep expanding in, like yes, that. Yes, yes. Um, Befi, Befi is is a suburb of Bando, mm-hmm. and that's where we got the land. The chiefs okay. are kind of, uh, you know, it's a fam. I, I don't want to. I don't know. The community is like a family. You know, Vaku and Befi, they are like family. Okay. You know. Okay. And so my mom kind of know them very well, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so they they receive us with open arms. Okay. The land we rent it. Oh, you rented the land we to farm. We rent it, yes. Oh, I see. Yes, we rent That's it interesting. yearly. Actually. Okay. Yes. Okay. So. So you didn't buy it. No, no, no. We didn't buy it. Okay. So you rent the land. Yes. <laughs> this is interesting. You rent the land, farm on it, and mm-hmm. then when you get your profit from the land, you pay for it for a year. For a year, basically. Yes. Oh wow. But 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 we paid um, in t- every every two years. Okay. Because pineapple takes about fifteen months to harvest. Okay. So, you can pay for 12 months. Okay. So, we are forced to make it two years. Okay. Because after the 15 months, there is still something you can do with the the suckers. I mean, mm. the plant. You okay. can get suckers that you harvest for the next plant. Oh, I see. The pineapple, yes. I see. You know, so we expanded and now we have become very big. Wow. Yes, very big. Wow. And we are still planting and, Yeah. I see. <laughs> so, Frank Gladys is Francis and Gladys. Yes. Gladys is your mom. Yes. Not your wife. No. <laughs> 
I just had to get out, out of the way yes. because I think I'm not the only one who was thinking about it. That oh, this is like a family business. Yes. It's he and his wife. Yeah. Okay, just so y'all know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I see. I see. So, so how did that happen? You basically went into a partnership with your mom. Yes, sort of. We went into a partnership. Okay. You know, we had to move completely from the staple maize farm, which mm. does not really bring much. Mm. To a cash crop, pineapple is a cash crop. Right. And so we decided to pull our resource together and invest. Okay. And pineapple farming is a very capital intensive uh, venture. Mm. And so I couldn't, or she couldn't possibly do it alone. Okay. We need to put our, pull our resources together, together. And, and, and do it. Because mm-hmm. mm. even to cultivate an acre of pineapple, you need to invest about 10,000 Ghana cities. Wow. Yes. Wow. And if you do it well, <laughs> You can get double or more of what you have invested. Mm, mm. But mind you, it's not just three months. Mm. It's not six months. <laughs> it's about a year, <laughs> three months wow. before you harvest. So what it means is that... It takes a long time. It's a long time. So you cannot do an acre and say you are waiting for harvest. So what will you be feeding on or what will you be working with? The whole time, yes. So you need to make it big. Okay. And you need to plant almost every two weeks. Okay. What it means is that... It will get to a time where you harvest almost every two weeks, okay. almost every week. Okay. Then you don't have to wait for fifteen months to do your harvest. I see. And that wait makes another sense. fifteen months. That makes sense. Yes. That yeah. makes sense. Wow, that's interesting. So, yes. th- more planting so that they yield at different times for you, Pardon? basically. Yes, yes. More yes. planting so they yield at different different, time. different and seasons. And pineapple, you can, you can. It's it's thriving every weather. Mm. Yes. Okay. Even though in the Hamatan season, maybe the pineapple may be small. Mm. It's small, but it's very sweet. It's very sweet in the Hamatan, you know. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I see. That's yes. interesting. So, yes. so let's talk a bit about um, you. Back to you. I mean, without the farms. Mm, okay. <laughs> so this, while you started this, you were schooling and um, schooling at GIJ, mm-hmm. and then you were also um, working, mm-hmm. teaching in a, yes. in a school. Um, what, what did you do from there after that when you finished GIJ? Uh, you mean my first degree? Okay, yeah, my first degree. Mm. Yes, I work with an NGO called Organization for African Development. Okay. I work as communication officer with them okay. for about a year. Mm. And that organization was into promoting agriculture among the youth. Okay. I mean, using sports to encourage the youth to go into agriculture. Oh, okay. And so I was basically in charge of the campaign. Mm. And so at the end of the campaign, then I, I left. Okay. And then went back to my first calling, which is teaching. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before then, the farming and all that. Okay. Yes. Okay. And you're still teaching now? Yes, I still okay. teach. <laughs> you must you really don't have to give small money chance at all. <laughs> <laughs> and occasionally, I, I do home teaching as well. Oh, you do? If the offer is really good and I have time. Okay. Yes, now we are in the era of virtual uh, yes, teaching. So, so a lot more is possible. And all that, That's so. true. Yeah. That's true. Wow. Mm. So I'll let you give your, your phone numbers and media, social media handles and stuff like that for people okay. um, who may want to reach you. Either for the teaching or for <laughs> for the farming bit. Yeah. Um, but let's talk a bit about... Um, I'm intrigued that you know with it's a traditional mindset that most people have that mm. farmers are not necessarily well educated mm. you know there are no people who have been able have had the chance or the opportunity to go to school mm-hmm. school properly so they just end up farming yeah. in some village somewhere mm. but here you are 
you're graduates. Mm-hmm. You've you've done GIJ. You've done, you properly gone to school and you're still yeah. doing farming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not even sure what question I'm trying to ask, but <laughs> <laughs> you, you wanted to ask me how how have you done that? Yes, you know, yeah. and still managed to do farming. Yeah, yeah. You know, farming, contrary to what we think, as a very dirty work. I mean, to put in. Now it's more mechanical. Okay. You know, you, you don't need to go down to, to to take your whole to farm. No. Okay. Once you have the technical know-how, mm-hmm. which you can actually get these days, we are in, we are in an information society mm. where information is chasing us everywhere. You just simply need to go on YouTube. You attend workshops, like with the pineapple farm. We had no knowledge about pineapple until we went for that workshop. Mm. And then we start exploring. Okay. And now we are making it. Mm. I mean, we are, we, are, we are still struggling, but we are making it in the city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, the only problem is that it is easy to say that the youth should go into agriculture. Mm. But the difficulty is it is capital intensive. It is. Okay. You know? Okay. And as we speak now, we are still struggling because... We want to have our own tractor, mm-hmm. you know, our own farm implement. We okay. need to have our own farm house and all that, you know. And also the market is very important. Mm. It's, it's not the beauty of having a, a, a big and beautiful farm. But you need to farm based on the demand of, of the market. The market. Mm. So if you farm without taking into consideration the market, you may be like, you you'll be like somebody walking in the dark, you know. Yes, <laughs> yes. I get so that. it's it's very important that mm. uh, if we want to encourage the youth to go into agriculture, mm-hmm. we need to create that environment that will want them that will enable them to go into agriculture. For example, I was on a program and I told them that listen, one of the things that affects the youth who wants to go into agriculture is the availability of tractor okay and land mm. okay the land tenor system right and f- for the land i always advise people to start from their hometown okay <laughs> yes because land is is i don't know how to put it maybe readily available in in your village where you come from and mm. all that but in the city it's quite difficult, it's difficult even the real estate companies are now inv- invading the uh the f- they already farmland that right, we have here. Right. Yes. So we should provide something like the farm implement in every district. The, okay. the district level agric department. Mm. You know, so that the youth can easily go there and then provide them with some information about what they are doing. Mm. Get them a technical officer that mm. is the uh, agric extension officers right. to guide them to go into into farming, mm-hmm. you know, and then support them with some form of um, um, uh, loan, you know. Mm. I think it was something like that, mass lock or so. Mm. I think yeah. they should revisit it and see how best they can uh, make it more viable mm. to support the youth, okay. you know, okay. so that we don't get too choked in Accra. We are too choked. A lot of people are coming to Accra. Yes, you go to my hometown true. now is. By this time, it's almost a ghost town. Virtually empty. Empty. Everybody is <laughs> going to the farm, and the yeah. whole place is quiet. Yeah. You know, that we can make the town economical okay. by opening up 
Okay. Uh, to the youth who come into farming and all that. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. Well, I didn't open text lines, but a few messages have come in. Mm. So I'll. <laughs> this is how you. Is this how you know that you're having a good interview when people send messages even when you haven't given the text line? <laughs> but just in case you want to as well, zero two seven nine one zero zero six zero zero. That's zero two seven nine one hundred six hundred. Okay. Um, this one says, "Kuku, you've almost asked the question I was going to ask about the education, but just to." know also has it helped in any way to be this educated and still be farming um no name to this one has it helped um yes hmm, i think okay how i guess yes because uh, you see i don't know my mom uh you know she travels a lot Mm. and i would say she's um she's knowledgeable but because i have been i've studied more I've mm-hmm. become more knowledgeable mm. and more scientific. You understand that? Okay. So I do more research. You know, she is working out of experience. I am working based on a, a, a research. Okay. So, yes, that is, that is how we combine. <laughs> that's, our, that's interesting. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so being a graduate from the university, you know, the university people mistake this, that if you study communication study or study maybe economics, does it, it means that you have to do something like that. In that no, field, yeah. You can, the university education is meant to open your mind. Right. So that you can be analytical. So right. you be able to, be, to discern a lot of things. Exactly. And so if you are able to do that, mm-hmm. you can transfer that knowledge into whatever you want to do, mm, mm, be it agriculture, mm. be it whatever you want to do. Right. So that's the advantage that you have. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Interesting angle. Okay. Um, this one says, good morning. Thanks for this wonderful interview. Please, how do I get in touch with him after? Okay. So I guess you can give your number and uh, contacts okay. um, right now as well. We'll, we'll do okay. it again at the end. But Okay. Yeah. So my number is 0249-451276. Okay. And, and again. Uh, we are active on Facebook. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, that is Frank Gladys Farms. Frank Gladys Farms. That's yes, F-R-A-N-G-L-A-D-Y-S. Yes. Farms. Okay. Farms, yes. Frank Gladys Farms. Yes, that's okay. correct. Okay. So you can go on their Facebook page mm-hmm. and, and check as well. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, this one says, please, so what happens to all the pineapples <laughs> after? Do you just sell them in the market or exports? What happens? I'm interested in farming as well. Okay. This yeah. is from Cuckoo. Yeah. Okay. You know, can I answer that question? Yes, please. You know, pineapple is a very perishable product, mm. right? But there's a way you can control it. Okay. Okay. Because when you plant after, say, eight months, mm-hmm. then the pineapple has reached, depending on how you take care of it, it has reached, uh, you've got to a stage where you can induce the fruit. You know, normally we induce the fruit to come. The fruit doesn't come on its own. <laughs> okay. So you have that control. Oh. To induce the fruit, so you can say I've done one acre, so I'm going the fruit, all the fruit. I want all the fruit to come at the same time. Okay. So it depends on the market. Okay. So you can decide to induce half an acre, I depending see. on what the market is requesting. Doesn't that affect the outcome, like the quality of the fruit? No, it taste doesn't. wise or anything. No, 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 it doesn't at all. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. At all. So you induce the fruit to come, mm. and then. After a number of days, and there are days that, for example, after inducing the fruit, you count about 125 days. Mm-hmm. And that is when the food is good for export. 
okay. by air. Okay. Then 130 days for those who are into juice processing. Mm. And then 130 days after induction, then that would be for the local market. Those mm. who want to just spill it and chew and all okay. that. <laughs> so it, it's, it has a lot of protocol okay. that you need to follow. Okay. Mm. So do I take you do both? You sell both for the market and for export as well? Yes, we have exporters coming in. We don't personally export. Okay. Exporters come in and tell us what they want. Okay. And so we produce based on their requirements. Oh, yes. wow. Yes. Wow, that's interesting. Yes. So this can really be big, eh? <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I saw pictures. Um, I think you, you are featured in, in a paper also. I saw pictures of the farms mm-hmm. on there. And I'm like, wow, this, this is huge. It's really, really big. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not like some small backyard farm that people are trying to, <laughs> you know, anyway. Yes. Um, this one says, please, I'm trying to go into snail farming. I know it's not what you are doing, but any advice? Snail farming. Well, it's also farming, so I'm sure you have some basic farming yeah. advice. <laughs> yes. Basically, you go, you see, we have the, every district has the agri office. Mm. You know, Ministry of Agri has their rep in every district. Okay. And there are experts there. Okay. You visit them and talk to them, tell them what you want to do. Mm. And they will advise you. Then also, you can uh, do your own research. Mm. Like I said, we are in an information society. Mm. You can simply Google and find out about uh, snail farming. Okay. To go to YouTube, check and what's right. going on. Right. You add that to whatever you, you've been told. Mm. If there's a workshop, they will invite you. Okay. And then you start from there. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But when you start, don't think of just getting the profit on the first at the first attempt. Really? Why not? <laughs> Wasn't that <laughs> your motivation? <laughs> yeah, but you see, uh, because. Don't have too much expectation. Expectation, okay. Yes. Okay. But know that after having read or prepared yourself, you know that there's something bigger coming. Mm. And what you are starting for the first time mm. is something you are trying okay. and you are learning from it. Okay. Yeah. And okay. just try to, uh, how will I put it? Uh, not to expect too much from the start. Mm. Yeah. Let me just put it that way. Mm. Yeah. Okay, this one's as quick. I know you've asked the combination question already, but I'm really wondering what happens in between working, schooling, teaching, and traveling to see to a farm <laughs> almost every weekend. This is from Frida. Frida? <laughs> okay. So I guess they want to know more about how that actually plays out because, <laughs> like, do you, you have to travel almost every t- week, mm-hmm. weekend? Almost, depending on the... What was what I have to do, but you see another thing I have to tell people is this: when you are growing, mm. you people work with you. You make the people own what you are doing. Okay. So even though I am the CEO or I we own it together, mm. I make it. Those who work with that, I I make them feel part of of the farm. Mm. For example, our permanent workers, about two of them, we gave them two acres of pineapple farm last year and uh, last month or so one of them harvest did the first harvest when you say you gave them like you dashed them we dashed them oh okay you know that way they feel part of it right so that it won't look like you are the one counting all the big monies and giving right. them pittance exactly you see so when you do that oh that's interesting you can be okay. absent and still and be still sure that they are people. loyal to you. That's right. You understand That's that. Right. You, you can't. You can. If you, if it doesn't get uh, bent, it will never be cooked. Well cooked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. Susanna yeah. says, please. I want to go into pig farming. Which place is suitable? 
Which place? Okay, I'm, I don't know. Francis, can you answer that? <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to the countryside. Okay. Because as for peak, you you can do it in 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 a, in a community where they can actually come and be roaming about <laughs> just to be in okay. the outskirts, and they eat a lot, so be prepared okay. for that. <laughs> I, I, that's what I know basically, okay. but you can still read about it. Okay, yes. all right. I'm Peter from Griffey, but currently at Baoleshi, I also hate farming, <laughs> and had times I've had to say I'm sick. But whether you are sick or not, you have to go to farm. This show really revealed my character but in all i really love the show please i need your number again okay <laughs> someone who's just like you <laughs> please yeah. give your number again zero two four nine four five one two seven six okay yes again zero two four nine four five one, two, seven, six. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, I think we've had a very good interview. Oh, yeah. There's one more message that just came in. Mm. It says, I'm proud of you, my good brother. The mm. sky is the beginning. Mm. This is from King. Mm. Wow. Wonderful. Well, thank you all very much for texting in. Mm. And uh, thank you all for doing the listening. And thank you very, very yeah. much, Francis, for coming. Yeah. One, it or one not, final thing. Our time is gone. Yes. Please go ahead yes. very quickly. You know, we are, we are open up to people who want to invest Okay. Not into the farm per se. We want to go full time into juice processing. Oh. We want to encourage people to take more fresh juice, not the pasteurized one, not the fizzy drink. Okay. So anybody who is ready to invest into juice processing, mm. we are open to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. Hey, someone is asking, what's your take on young farming? Tell you, please call the number after, okay? <laughs> thank <laughs> you really, very much. We really have run out of time, but thank you so thank much, you. Francis. Thank it's been inspiring much. having grateful. you here on the show. Yes. And listeners, next week, we're going to bring another exciting edition of Bold and Brave, a Young Entrepreneurs Radio Show here on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. Until then, stay tuned in and enjoy the rest of our programs. Yeah.